Um, is Shaq an old black man, Zach? If, and if, so, <laughs> oh. if, if he checks those boxes of old black men, no, he will not give his credit because old black men do not do that, Zach. They are salty and bitter. Where do you think Get Off My Lawn started from? It was an old black man named Otis who saw somebody on his lawn, and that's where we got the thing. Y'all got to get it together. I'm getting better and better. Because once I get started, it ain't no stopping stacking this broccoli cheddar. Welcome. This is Out of Pocket. The Clippers take another terrible last-second shot in their loss to Utah, where Donovan Mitchell went off for 45. Trey went ice cold in Philly, and Kevin Durant finds himself, finds himself in another little beef, this time with Jason Williams. Tonight, we are sending our top commenter some Buckets merch, so light us up, talk your shit, get your issue off. And don't forget, we got the out-of-pocket official voicemail line. Go ahead and run that number there. I don't believe I can check it right now. I don't believe we got any good slander the other night. So talk your shit. Why? Come on. Like, literally, you can call either of us and leave this voicemail. I'm putting it in airplane mode just now in case. But I will check the voicemail line, talk your shit, get your issue off. We had, we had a great voicemail before from Temecula. And uh, dial the phone and talk your shit. You could send a text or a voice memo, but we'd rather the voicemail for a little funnier. Um, yeah, don't call after 11 because we're out here getting it. We live live. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some of us are winning. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. Call whenever. The, the line is there. The line is there. If you breathe heavy, I'll laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we can jump back into Clips Jazz. I mean, the Jazz took care of business. You know, we, I know we got some gra- some stuff to throw up here to look at from the game. I just, uh, how jazz? <laughs> yeah, I saw you going in about this. Luke Kennard, very wealthy man. Putting Luke Kennard was a genius move. This is a fantastic tweet tonight. Putting Luke Kennard in the game was a genius move. Having a white player scoring for the opposing team takes the Utah crowd completely out of the game. <laughs> he's he's right. Um, it's not, I'm not rooting for the, uh, I'm not rooting for, for the jazz. I will root for Donovan Mitchell though, but I think he's awesome. And I think that, that seeing him cook Joe, you know, I heard a lot about this Clippers defense and I've really watched them just get two pieced by Luka Doncic and two pieced tonight by Donovan Mitchell. So I'm asking where the fuck is the defense that I heard all, all about before we start any of that, Zach, AK 40, AK 47 underscore 80. Yeah, Ch- choke cello P in full. Choke cello might be because it, it really feels like it. It sounds like Coachella, but it flows. Choke cello, long as not used for any bronze slander. Choke cello yeah. now. Choke cello is now. I'm taking that. Get over here, little scorpion action. And we're gonna get choke cello. Let's make some t shirts. We could put a Oh, Joe, let's make that poster, like a, a poster with all the, like, fuck-ups he's had on uh, the Coachella-style layout poster. Oh. There's I, – I, as soon as I heard it, as soon as I felt that in my soul, I knew we connected, even though we're not together. I stopped, yeah. talking. I stopped talking because there may be people from rival companies on the chat right now. Snatch the bag. Now there's Coachella shirts going, being sold with different yeah. dates, different air tour dates. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If, if you if, if you represent Barstool Sports or Bleach Report and you're on the line right now, we see Chochella shirts. There's a finite list of you guys that will hunt you down. We know. We know you're seeing from us. You're seeing from, from AK. How dare you? How dare AK, you? AK-47, you're a friend of the program. No, it, it is ours, AK. If we get a bag yeah. off of it, you will get a bag. Yeah. Okay? Check yeah. your comment. 
Check your DMs if it happens. If you see Chuckella shirts, just remind me. A minor lawsuit, whatever. We'll get it uh, in. We'll get it back. But Chuckella, honestly, I, I don't know. That's I don't, it might be the greatest thing I've ever heard. Chuckella, I got to keep my mouth shut and get on Photoshop when this shit ends. Uh, John, I got to ask you. You know, it's time I talk to Mitchell. Do do we think? Well, first we can run that clip first if you want of D Wade giving him some advice. I did love this tweet saying, "Look, look on Gabrielle Union's." face is she stuck in utah it's yeah. great i don't know who shout out to jordan, jordan liggins i think who dropped yeah. that uh yeah 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 spencer's yeah. podcast along with haley that, friend of the program. that was beautiful. such a good tweet i was gonna i think i hope gabby union sees that because i want to know what her response is. i think she'll show d wade and laugh but she doesn't want to insult any jazz owners but i feel like yeah. that's one that she'll definitely rock with yeah 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 so i you know i do want to ask the donna mitchell cooking tonight do you think shaq is impressed yet with the performance, you know, Shaq's had a lot of, a lot of things to say about Donovan Mitchell here, there, everywhere. And, you know, probably time to give that man his due. Do we have a graphic to go with this one? Um, is Shaq an old black man, Zach? If, if, it's spelled, <laughs> oh. if, if he checks those boxes, an old black man, no, he will not give his credit because old black men do not do that, Zach. They are salty and bitter. Where do you think get off my lawn starter from? It was an old black man named Otis who saw somebody on his lawn. And that's where we got the thing. I didn't know that. No, I'm just kidding. I just made that up, but it sounded good. Oh, it does. It did sound good. I'm fucking. I love that. Uh, you know, it's been an interesting series so far. That that that. I don't know. I, I just. I, I initially thought going into this game, oh, they're just going to keep boxing up Donovan, and it ain't. We're not getting much out of this, but uh, not the case tonight. And I'm just wondering where the fuck is that Clippers defense I heard all about going in? I mean, Zach, look, I, I'm a big fan <laughs> of slander. Yes. Game, I mean, the pandemic P, because we thought we thought he passed the torch to Porzingis, but Porzingis said, nay, my friend, right back at you. <laughs> and kudos to the internet, Zach, to Twitter. Whoever is the human being that, that coined the pandemic P in the middle of a pandemic, well, I know. No it's a, regard. It's a beautiful situation. Those are what some of those moments that will live on in infamy forever. Playoff P, pandemic P. Somebody said PPPG. You <laughs> got the PPP loan, and now the, the government is coming back for it. Yeah. Now, Shaq, as we know, and I mean, no disrespect, Shaq. He's old and he's done his thing, but old dudes yeah. never giving love to new dudes for some reason. I'm kind of in that middle stage right now, so I hate on young dudes, but privately, I don't do it publicly. I just hate in my mind. It's not a. Yeah. You know, but I, I feel myself getting old, and that's the game. Joe, do you, do you think deep down Kawhi was like, I'm not taking that last fucking shot, not after how hard Rondo yelled at me, not after how bad that shot was? Because you asked the question, is Kawhi ducking that last shot? Um, he, he had the air ball in the previous series, right? But then he came back, I believe, in game seven and, and played hard. I, don't, I wouldn't say duck mode, but maybe he's just saving it. I mean, he is a Riverside dude, so they know, you know, Riverside people are known for getting things in spurts. They don't just, you know, they can't just do it consistently, but yeah. they can ride a heater. It's a Riverside thing. Yeah. Uh, he was in the heart of Western Caucasia, so I just don't know if he felt like missing that shot in the, the Caucasian epicenter of the United States on the Western Hemisphere side of it was, was worthy of it. But you got to shoot that, bro. You got braids. That's what, you know, people have come to depend on you on. Luke Kennard, hero. I really want to know what's going through Jazz fans' head when he gets a bucket because it's like, oh, but he's a brother. He's one of our <laughs> Western Caucasia. Shout out to Andrew Taylor. Zach, what does Andrew Taylor do for a living? If you don't mind me asking, you can you can just point me into the area. 
I'm not sure. I haven't caught up with him in quite a long time. We we worked together on the ASU basketball team. I, I haven't caught up with him in a minute, but uh, a, a legend nonetheless. Uh, if, if you're selling Molly at Music Festival, Andrew, I got some great news for you. You're about to be back in business <laughs> very soon. <laughs> Might have a few customers. Uh, you know, whatever. We, I, we don't need to go like that. Uh, but moving, moving along. Hawks go down uh, 0-1. Or is, are they down? Yeah, so there, there you go. Uh, tough night for the Hawks tonight. Josiah recently adopted Trey Young. And that's, I guess, 0-1 since the adoption. My apologies. They're down now 0-2. Or is it no, even 2 I'm not a fan of this graphic. It's 1-1. But let me just state that once the Brian Raymond James Sr. and the Los Angeles Lakers were eliminated from playoff contention at that very moment, even though we did not do a show, yeah, Trey Young was adopted. Okay, mm. so I'm going to go ahead and take credit for that first one. I willed him to greatness. <laughs> we knew Scott Foster, Scott Foster was up to his shenanigans. As soon as we, it's basically to the point where you, when you see the officiating list, you can just know, like, oh, Scott Foster, some shit's going to happen. Who needs this win? Okay, they're probably going to win unless, you know, he just gets the call from up above. But Trey Young, light-skinned it, Mount Rushmore candidate. Yeah. He's not on there quite yet. But they smacked him the first game. They, they came out this game, and they were getting smacked. But they came back, Zach. They showed some heart, showed some resolve. And I'm really a fan of Bogey. Like, he's honestly – he's he's teetering into full light-skinned recognition, dual citizenship. He can show, <laughs> it, he can show his face in light-skinned Navia. Do you think you put too much pressure on Trey, you know, with, with by adopting him? Do you think that that would maybe put some cracks in the game tonight? He, he was like, fuck, you know. No. I think uh, – look, Trey Young has a, a, men, a tremendous resolve. He's a legend. He literally went into Madison Square Garden, told Spike Lee to shut the F up and not in those words, along with everybody else. He had grown men outside of Madison Square Garden drinking Hennessy, saying that he looks like their their father's phallus, if you will. <laughs> but also admittedly that uh, they'd never seen it before. But if they'd never seen it before, how do you know it looks like Trey Young? That's just been bothering me for several days. Yeah. Trying to get to the bottom of that. I think he's fine, man. I think, look, they, they, they got home court advantage. Obviously, the league needs its bag, so these games are going to extend, though. He's not – I mean, to ask him to go into Philly with Embiid playing, Embiid got snubbed with, with the mm. first-place votes. I don't think he got snubbed on the MVP, but only mm. one first-place vote, the same amount as Derrick Rose. This is a travesty. So, he was mad. He was in his feelings, 40-point game. But do you think that the Sixers can win this thing, Zach, or are you rolling with the Hawks with me with my adoption? Are, are you going to – I mean, I got to roll with the Hawks here. I think it's way more fun if they yes. get through. Like, what are we doing? I mean, updated if, graphic. If, if, <laughs> if Trey can go through literally, well, Brooklyn isn't really shit, but if I don't know what would be the third scariest city on the East Coast to go in and destroy, but like, he's going to, if he if he advances, he's going to have gone in and destroyed the Knicks in front of their crowd. Then gone and destroyed Philly, who we know Phillies. I guess Boston would be the next one, if but Boston's obviously not there. I'm just trying to think of like the three worst fan bases to go through as far as them saying awful out of pocket shit to you. So, bro, I, I think him rolling would be amazing. So, uh, Zach, do you know what player yeah. that was drafted in Trey's draft class has not reached the second round of the playoffs? No, the man he was traded for, Luka Doncic. So, that's the question <laughs> we need to ask. <laughs> Everybody tried to tell me, oh, Trey, uh, oh, Luka has a terrible team, whatever, whatever. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Nice, not try, anymore. nice try. Not, not anymore. I don't want to hear it. We we, you're playing the Clippers. So if you're going to beat anybody in a series, you could be up. They could be a 3-0 on you, and nobody would still think that they were going to win yet. 
Trey would have beat Trey would have beat the Clippers for sure. Now Luca's gotten pieced. Luca's gotten pieced by the Clippers twice. If you want to ever piss people off who are like super anybody who uses the term casual, Zach, I'm gonna give everybody who's watching the show a quick little lesson on how to troll. If yeah. you ever want to piss them off, all you'd have to say is, Oh, a Luca Stan, you want to piss them off? Uh, put Trey on that squad and they would have swept the Clippers because there's no way of quantifying it. And then we'll get into an analytical debate with you, and then you can just laugh and go about your day. Mute mute that um, tweet. You know, you're going to get a little slander, a little old takes exposed, but there's no way that they can prove it wrong. So no. it is what it is. It's just a mental bomb to set off on them. Uh, we can keep it moving. You mentioned Embiid at the MVP. Nikola Jokic has been announced as the MVP. We got a shout out Nikola Jokic, the Joker, for winning MVP. Do you think this was the right pick? Yeah, I mean, Joker did his thing, lost Jamal Murray, elevated the squad. I mean, anytime you're playing with Bowl Bowl, I think you're automatically in the MVP running just by the legend. And obviously he got drafted and they ran the Quesarito commercial while he was getting drafted. Shout out Brutal. to the internet. I think, I think Zach, one of your former employers was the first to put that tweet up. I'm not 100% sure, but shout out to Ooh. them. Obviously, Buckets came with a great one as well. Never had yeah. a Quesarito, but definitely intrigued in having it. Uh, yeah, I think for sure. I think Embiid deserved more first play votes. I think, you know, if we're talking Steph Curry getting third, I have no problem with that based on what he was able to do with a quote-unquote rec league team that happened to have a top five defense and a defensive player of the year candidate in Draymond Green. So I don't know how you get rec league from that. But did yeah. they underachieve? I'd say a little bit, but not too much. But Steph definitely was in his bag this year. But how about yourself? Do you think Joker was deserving of this MVP honor? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, a thousand percent he deserved it this year. Yes. I think the whole process of it is really weird, and I think it should be expanded voting. I think that there are a lot of like musty old heads that don't really deserve their vote anymore that are getting to vote in this. I think it should be a lot of like NBA Twitter people that are doing these votes. I think it'll be so much funnier so much and more fun. Caruso, if, top five. Yeah, if, if there's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. If Caruso got, like, three MVP votes, that would be so funny. It's such a serious and important award historically. And, like, year in and year out, I think during the moment of it, we always have so much debate and tearing it down. And then, like, you get five years out, you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, that guy was definitely MVP. But, yeah, it should be taken seriously. But Do we have Kyle Dodd on the – The Kyle legend. Dodd Kyle Dodd with, like, the 40-inch vert just left. Yes, sir. AC's finest. So Kyle Dodd and Brian Morrison are the two highest jumping white men I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Always impressive. And my only goal in life was to not get ducked out by Kyle Dodd. And it happened. <laughs> I made it I made it through through the fire. The legend. Appreciate you for joining us on the show. For real. Uh, big, I, that, I, that changed my whole mood. Honestly. Yeah. Kyle Dodd's a living legend. Legend. That's um, awesome. ASU. Doing, doing, uh, he's out there working with the ASU team and stuff, calling games and a legend. He put up with me a lot as a manager, played in some fun pickup games with us uh, many of the years after. Uh, but did not dunk on me either. So thank God both of us on the show can say that. Uh, you guys had a lot of uh, – you weren't there, but Avi Story, another legend. Just a guy mm – -hmm. he kind of looked like Seal, but I was scared to play against because he just looked like he had a few yeah. screws missing. And he would, like, go extra hard. He was like a Rodman type guy. He would die really hard. For yeah. But – Living legend. ASU has a lot of living legends, Zach. Yeah, he came through a few times, so I was there, like to just run with, like do workouts and stuff like that. Very nice guy. You guys but, got the curtain too, right? We could open it and somebody be like, "Oh yeah, doing doing." We'll be, and we'll be back with that next year when uh, when the season when like you know got full stands and stuff like that. So it'll be good. It'll be good. I just hope Bobby Bags puts it together, but we'll figure it out. So Zach, I got uh, a question yeah. for you. 
who yeah. is your favorite player who entered the league without a ton of fanfare? It could be anybody. It doesn't need to be MVP level. Do you have one off the top of your head? Um, I'm gonna go with Bow Bow just off the top of my head because I feel like I feel like people are, are trying to say the Bow Bow is toast right now and he's he's cooked product. But the first time I saw this man Zach, I believe he was wearing like Gucci flip flops. He had like a Prada bag around. It was just it was it was so much swag for a human being his age that I was really yeah. overcome with emotion. Like this guy does not have this going on right now as like a 16, 17 year old in modern day. It was just so impressive to see him as a human being and his swag. He played at Oregon with my nephew Will Johnson. And, uh, you know, I'm just a bowl bowl guy. You know, my my dad and his dad played together with the Warriors for a brief bit. Yeah. Manu was a legend. Manu was a legend. I saw Manu bowl naked, and it was honestly, you know, it made me realize that. <laughs> it just made me realize, Zach, that I would never in life, you know. And I was okay with that. I was okay. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to go, you know, Pac-12, uh, either Dinwiddie, I remember him coming out, or Isaiah Thomas. Probably Isaiah Thomas because – at Washington, I saw him do some crazy shit. And, you know, you knew he was undersized and stuff, but just the way he played at Washington was awesome. I was happy that he decided to go because I think he realized that it wasn't going to get much better. And he ultimately went super late in the draft and um, and then found his footing. And, you know, just another reason I think I fucking hate Boston is uh, they really did him dirty. And I think they'll never I, – I hope they never win a title ever again because of that, the way that they did him and the contract and – you know, he loses his sister and still goes out in a playoff game and plays for them. I'm like, fuck that old franchise. So hopefully they never win another title. But it is what Nate, it is. Nate Robinson, another undersized guy from Washington. Nate, yes, obviously a football legend, came to play basketball. Yep. Nate, Nate was a good man. Quick story. Uh, we played Washington. And this is, like, you know, when you're playing Pac-12 and there's there's hollering going on, communal. Like, guys might come to your school and holler at some of your ladies, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Teammate of mine was, was trying to holler at a young lady from Washington. Uh, he, he kindly asked Nate for the number. And Nate, without hesitation – Got the number for him. No hating. And that's honestly, for those who are in college, you know the, the level of hatred that goes on. No saltiness or bitterness. Now, you may have sent a hating, hating text, a preemptive hating text after that <laughs> to this person, but no issue. Like, oh, bam. Uh, what's it? Whoop. And then just, you know, gave it up. And so for wow. that, it was a brief thing, honest, but I remember things like that. I was like, okay, Nate Robinson, you're a real one. You're really? a real one. That, those are like the glory. When you were in the Pac-12, Cal Dodd was in the Pac-12, those are like my Pac-12 glory days in my opinion because you got Brandon Roy and you got Robinson all those guys. So it was very, 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 very fun back then. But, Electric station in Oregon, Zach. It was a watering <laughs> hole for, for many of Pac-12. <laughs> yes, sir. Great meal. Uh, Joe, we're, we're going to keep moving. We do have a new beef on the internet. And I'm hoping – I made a video yesterday about Kevin Durant. And I'm hoping I don't catch strays. You will find out. But this beef involves Kevin Durant. He took offense to a story Jay Williams told in which Jay Williams allegedly said, told him that Kevin Durant said to Jay Williams, don't ever compare me to Giannis. Jay Williams said it appears personal as though he is attacking Giannis. Here is how Katie responded on Twitter, basically saying, you know, men will do anything to advance their careers in the media, even though the media will throw them aside. Keep me out of all this corny shit about legacy and all that stuff. Here's the thing. Yeah, and Joe, you can speak probably better about Katie's kind of thoughts and stuff like that. I really don't think Katie gives a shit about any of this stuff. I think, I think uh, he probably saw Jay at a at a party and was like, "Hey, man, I heard you talking. Like, we're just different. You shouldn't really compare us." You know, walked away with a drink in his hand, didn't really give two thoughts to it. And Jay Williams unfortunately decided the wrong way. So I, I don't know what your thoughts are. 
This is what I, I, until we can get to the bottom of the most important mystery of the week and who would net player Delano Rhodes take. I mean, we've heard some different things, some different yeah. names have popped up because it sounds yeah. like KD. This also sounds like KD. Jay Williams, an honorable man, a friend of mine, I'll, I'll be fully transparent with that. Uh, busted mm-hmm. our ass where UCLA, so I have to show him the utmost respect and how I move and just talk. It's a tough thing when you walk that line as a former NBA player because when you're amongst former NBA players, yes, they're going to talk kind of normal, I like to say. We're, you know, locker room talk almost. Like, yo, they're going to be like, yo, fuck Giannis, whatever, whatever may be yeah. going on. But now with the expectation that it's going to be on get up, maybe first take, maybe the jump. Yeah. But not get up. Yeah. Like, yeah, get up. Come on, Jay. Save this for the jump. Save this for, you know, the halftime show. A bigger, bigger audience. And if you do it at that point, KD won't find out until after the game. And that's kind of the best part. Like, if you get it off and then there's hours later, there's a chance he misses it. But KD was up early. He's a, he's a morning owl for lack of a better word, yeah. saw, saw that go down and quickly responded. But you got to love Kevin because he he goes to Twitter. Now, it's not burners anymore. It's no. coming straight from the source. And do I think he said it? Maybe. I think also he's not trying to jinx anything with this this Nets run. You know, after LeBron lost, I told him congratulations. He got mad at me. He was like, we still got games to win. I was like, okay, Kevin, you do. But yeah. <laughs> we already yeah. know what the outcome is going to be. So <laughs> he said, a preemptive congrats. You guys did it. Way to go. But uh, no, so I think Kevin is locked in, focused, obviously playing at a high level, and he doesn't want to jinx anything. And I'm, I won't say that, you know, this isn't as bad as like Shannon Sharp calling Julio Jones like live on the air and, and busting yeah. him out like that. <clears throat> you can see it on the court that KD and Giannis have some beef. Like I told you, like one of the last res- regular season game they played, KD was elbowing Giannis, kind of getting his shit a little bit. They kind of send a message to him. Like when we see you in the playoffs, you will be holding my pocket and you will be giving me your candy bars in the commissary lounge. And that's just kind of what it is. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's a wrap though for the squad. Obviously, the Bucks are are down 2-0 right now, but the playoffs are a funny, interesting thing. You get you know one good game under your belt, you know Drew Holiday surges or Middleton or somebody steps up, and it is what it is. But Zach, when when you see that, and you see Jay Will, you know, how does that make you feel looking at that situation? You work in the media. If somebody tells you that. We've had, obviously, private conversations. We don't bring those to public. We will definitely slander or point things out or, you know, whatever it may be, but always tastefully and always truthfully. But yeah. we don't need to share that with the universe. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I think it's out in poor taste. I think you're burning a bridge that is why do it. You know what I mean? Like, Kevin Durant's never going to fuck with you again. He's never going to trust you again on this stuff. So why – why ruin that relationship just for what the cloud and then you know he's gonna come for you you know he's gonna come for you he doesn't just let this shit sit anymore there's not some random burner replying to you it's it's him so like i thought that's just kind of in poor taste i think there's a lot of distrust of the media nationally already and even within you know with athletes so like don't make it worse like Something like that where KD could say something like that to you and it's lighthearted off the record. Great. You know, the next time you're on air, you can be like, you know, I have a friend that, that you know, people are making these comparisons. And, uh, you know, I, I just think KD doesn't really believe in that. And that's all you got to say. And Katie, you know, that's it. But don't say, quote, KD said blah, blah, blah. So that's that's sort of where I sit with it. I just I got to be really honest with you. I wish you would have had the same tweet about the Lana Rhodes thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just wish he would say left, right, whichever way it was. No, it, it was, was me. It, it was, was Blake. <laughs> it was Blake. It was James. You know, 
I, I made a video and a lot of people were saying it wasn't him and uh, that it could be um, Blake Griffin. But who knows? I'm not here to speculate. I just made the video off of the evidence that provided or presented itself. What's, so. what, what's the most annoying beef between a player and analyst? We'll just hit that really quick because I obviously have a special guest joining the show. Oh, so yeah. We'll yeah, yeah. I mean, most annoying beef in my book is Skip Bayless with LeBron. Yeah. Like, yeah. Skip, just shut the fuck up. Let the man live his life. He's done more for anyone than you will ever do in your entire life. Why? Like, let the man live his life. Shut up. So that's where I'm at. You guys seem to be kind of a great. Yeah, I mean, LeBron and Bayless, of course, Stephen A. and Kwame. It's like, okay, Stephen A. played 13 years. Like, he maybe didn't live up to what a first pick should be, but to call him washed, like, you know, with that hairline that you have, it's tough. I'll just say that. <laughs> It is it's very, very, very tough, but uh, we can keep moving. Let's bring on our guest. It's time for Facts or Cap. Joining us today is Molly Morrison, host of the Burners and Basketball podcast, writer for the Grizzlies, SB Nation, and also a new member of our Buckets basketball team, a legend, great tw- uh, TikTok feed, great Twitter feed. Molly, how's it going? Hi, hi. Can you guys hear me okay? We, we can, can hear you we can. great. You have, you have good audio and the good mic. I actually am not using the mic anymore. You switched no. it? Ooh. Yeah, okay. I switched it. I, I saw right. you guys didn't have them, and I was like, okay, I don't want to outshine no. them on their own podcast. So. All right. Yeah, my, mine's just out of frame. but it's Out of frame. Good. But we're yeah, rolling. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on. Uh, Joe, I can run us through this if you guys want, if you want me to tee these up, if that's Please all right do. with you. Please go. All right. First of all, factor cap. The Milwaukee Bucks down 0-2 will at least make it to game six versus the Nets. Fact or cap. Molly, you are the guest of the evening, so you can go first. I mean, with the way the series is going, it's hard to think Giannis won't get one in, but I'll say cap. I'll say it'll be a sweep. Uh, oh, hey, don't trip. There's not enough Nets fans to make that thing. That's like thing. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I mean, it just seems like if Harden, without Harden, if they're doing this well, it Get feels like it's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, obviously, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks pay my family, so I have to show respect to my pops. <laughs> if we can get a game six, Zach, we can finesse for two tickets close. My only fear is that the, the Nets will win and the Bucks people will catch me celebrating a little bit because I'm happy for Katie. I'm happy to see him back and shine. Yeah. I love Harden. He's an L.A. guy. Yeah. But I, after the way that they've looked in these first two games, it looks like they're about to get smacky chanted and, and this shit is done. <laughs> Dude, I ran, I, I ran my mouth a lot saying the Nets were making these two government finals. Well, I don't know if you've seen any of these things that we put up on the Buckets accounts, but they keep highlighting it. And I, I it's my fault. I really put the flag on the hill for that. It's not gone well. Like I said. Wait, what was not, your take? What the were your there that the Nets won't make the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I was trying to be spicy. I wanted to be the guy out in front. I wanted to be right and be like, hey, look at me. I'm a visionary. Yeah, like, yeah. Know? I and, respect uh, it. Luckily, there's only like five Nets fans on Twitter, so they 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 DM me a lot, but that's it. And um, I, yeah, I live with that. so that's all right. Um, here's the next <laughs> one. All right, today is Kanye West's 44th birthday. His album, his best album, was College Drop, uh, College Graduate. Facts or caps? Sorry about that. Guy. Wait, is College Graduate? It grad- is College, college Dropout. Yeah, it's College Dropout or it's or, College or Dropout. Late, late registration, right? Or am I tripping? Um, yeah. I don't know. 
I, I don't Kanye lost his mind, so I can't support him anymore. Let's go ahead and say Jesus because I'm an asshole and I just want to start some chaos. Jesus? You're going with Jesus? I just that's when he was wearing the shit on his face, right? Yeah, I, went that, yeah. I went to that concert, I had a really good time. I went to it in Vegas and got a ticket for like 20 bucks. So that's the only reason why. And and he had shit on his face, so I didn't know if it was really Kanye, but like mm. Kim and the rest of the Kardashian clan was there. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget like a paparazzi was taking a photo of Kim, and then she finally was like, Okay, that's enough. And he just humbly stopped and walked away. And I was like, that, that, that's power right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, I mean, some people say my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. I'm an old school Kanye guy. You know, I definitely like the, the janky jawed, like when it was the jaw was still getting repaired and he was giving you that flow. So definitely got to Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. How about uh, Molly? What do you got? That's facts. College Dropout is his best album. Um First album, I think Jesus Walks is his best thing he's ever released, personally. Mm. So, I have to agree with that. I do. 808s is for Sad Boy Hours, our, our producer, Brandon. It Reporter. is great. I saw 808 in, uh, when he had, what's her name, uh, Zoe Kravis, whatever, whoever it was, just like standing in the back, not moving. It was a wild time. I, I So, I've been fortunate. Uh, I, I, I For me, I love... Darkest Fantasy, but for me, it's Pablo. I don't know why that album resonated with me a ton. I got to see him do the floating stage tour. Like, that shit was amazing. I did get to see him do 808 to the Hollywood Bowl, and it was the weird, it's to this day the weirdest show I've ever been to. He had all these models dressed as zombies running around the aisles of the entire Hollywood Bowl. Very, very weird. But anyway, Man, what show I was love... that? What's that? What show was that? That was it was he did it his 808, but he did it like five years ago. He just okay. like he never got to do it in LA. I think it was because his mom passed away. So he for whatever reason it was like between Pablo and whatever the last album was, decided I'm gonna just do this as its own set. Hollywood Bowl, right? Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, we're doing the same thing. Cool. Beautiful time. Yeah, I yeah. liked Yay. I liked Yay actually better than Pablo personally. Yeah, really? I loved okay. it. I think okay. Ghost Town is like an unreal track. Like, that's one of his best in a while, I think. Awesome. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Next one. Uh, hey, uh, Molly, I'm sorry. I got to do this. It is time to stop giving the Paul Brothers attention, fact or cap. Oh, my God. Well, you're a dumbass because you're yeah, giving them attention by saying it. I'm kidding. It's like I saying <laughs> He's, he called. Okay. So, Jake Paul, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but. I was called a dumbass by Jake Paul, which is a career defining. You take yeah. that as a compliment of Jake Paul, yeah. so you just take yeah, that exactly. It's like a career defining moment for me. I think that that says um, more compliments than <laughs> than he thought. But yeah, I think that the Paul brothers just kind of represent like a lot of things that are annoying about <laughs> pop culture and society. Oh, yeah. uh, they're making all this money. They're out here fighting when there's people who have been training for this their whole lives and whatnot um they're just annoying i mean they've always been annoying i know they have more money than me like i'm not i <laughs> like you could be like oh well they're making money and you're doing this like yes aren't you but in college annoying. right now that's not your job now right. just turn up okay right and i'm not sure like, make your money make your money you're just you're just annoying that's all your, your only mission right now is to get to class on Friday on time after a late Thursday night of turning up. I hope. I don't know. I don't know what it's like in Indiana, but in LA, that was always oh, the issue. I don't even go to Indiana anymore, but. Are you done? No, I transferred to Memphis. Oh, even better. Yes. We'll turn yeah. up. 
Hey, Same people thing. can have people can be rich and be real shitty. Also, it, here's the thing. I'll tell this story very quickly. At a previous employer, Josiah and I interviewed Jake Paul before who? Oh, before he fought Nate Robinson. He really wasn't that famous then. Our our producers was sort of like we're gonna pass on the interview, and I was like, no, we'll just we'll do we'll interview both of them separate. And I had written about a thousand questions to just eviscerate the kid. Like right. I was I was gonna get him. Like the it was gonna be like kind of question after question to kind of trap him. Uh-huh. And uh, he got on the phone with us, and he just was so likable when we talked to him that I felt bad doing it. I got him on one. I got him on a looting question and he started, he turned red and started laughing. So it was like, all right, I did it. But I think he's a maniac now. Like, I think that's all changed. Like, I think we kind of caught him at a time where he was probably a little bit, not what he's like right now. And unfortunately it happens when people fight it, it, it kind of, people go a bit crazy. There's yeah. something, there's a certain power to being a good fighter yeah. and then being famous and rich on top of it. That just makes yeah. me that happy. reminds me. I used to hate Russell Westbrook. Uh, yeah. and I met Russell once and he was literally the nicest person to ever nice exist. Guy. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> this ruined everything. But yeah. okay, you'll have to include my reply to Jake because I think oh, both yeah. of my Can replies. We- can we get the J? Do we have? I think we should have the other things in there. You can't let him have the last word here. <laughs> I mean, you, I, I saw you had like fifty thousand likes on your thing, so I feel like you got the the people had yeah, your back. You got him. Yeah. Keep it And, then I, and okay. then I had something else. I I came at him twice, and then I was like, okay, I'm not gonna keep. I gotta follow my word and stop making you guys relevant. So. That's now, at that point, keep running your numbers up. Look, the key in social is to get those numbers up by any means yeah. necessary. So if you got them running, running. And as the chat has pointed out, we may not respect the Paul brothers, but we do respect another Paul. No, not Chris. The people's <laughs> champ, Paul Wall. Okay? Not <laughs> Chris. That's cool. I'm just saying not Chris. What about yeah. Paul George? No. <laughs> Flat no for me. Joe. Wrong Life podcast for Life of pandemic Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, pandemic Pablo in Spain. Jake Paul, <laughs> Still like. better. Than- this is a great response, by the way, Molly. This is, I saw this in earlier uh, when we were getting everything ready for the show. This was a great response. Thank you. They're, the sad thing is, they're never going to go away because they know the model for fighting, or they're not going to go away for another decade because they're not going to fight you in relevant where they lose or risk their bag. And they're just going to keep printing money, and it sucks. But the best thing we can do is just not cover it. So yeah. Mayweather, or Mayweather made $100 million for an exhibition fight with no winners or losers where he literally knocked the dude out and then <laughs> held him up so he didn't fall Yeah, over. yeah, I did see that. I did see that. The world is fucked, and that's just the bottom line. But I embrace chaos, Zach. So, who, I mean, what boxer do you guys want to watch? I can't think of fucking one boxer. I'd rather watch, like, Creed movies than watch boxing right now. <laughs> Canelo is great. Uh... Ryan Garcia is great. Shakur Stevenson is great. I'll send you both some footage. Shakur Stevenson is awesome. And named after Tupac Shakur. He's like 18, 19 years old. Okay, that's reasonable. You you like me. You saw me. I knew this out. All right, last one. Back to Cap. Chris Paul is the best point guard of all time. Back to Cap. Shout out to our colleague, good friend, Sean Yu. Brought up this point. Chris Paul is the best point guard of all time. Chris Paul is the best point guard of all time. He kept saying it over and over and over again. And then he was Franny. Everyone's saying Magic Johnson. The man was 6'9 and once played center at a basketball game. Chris Paul is 6'2 with sneakers on. And is the best floor general of the modern NBA. 
That sounds like tall, tall discrimination, Zach, from Sean Yu's part. <laughs> what does height have to do with this? What does height have? And this is the question I keep trying to figure out, everybody. Is LeBron James not a point guard anymore? Because he literally initiates his team's offense mm -hmm. and runs the point. Now, you can say he doesn't play point on defense, but is Steph a point? No. What are we talking about here? Mm. I think from a point guard perspective, I think he's right. I sat there for a second and I was like, no, he's wrong. And then I, I thought about it, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. The magic, it's, it's like, in my opinion, it's like now Magic and Chris Paul. I just think the rings thing, you go Magic, I guess. But I don't know, Molly. Where do you sit with with all this? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go with Magic. If anything, I think his height makes him even more impressive in terms of his position. I think Chris Paul's top five. I think if he can this. I mean, his, his impact on teams that he joins is undeniable. So I think if he can go to the finals, win a ring, then he can definitely be in that top three conversation. But I'm not I'm not going to call him the GOAT. Yeah. Right. Respect, respect, respect. Uh, question for both of you guys. Who's the only point guard in NBA history to drop a triple-double while defeating HIV? Magic, nobody's going to surpass that. Magic dropped a triple-double with HIV and normalized the disease that had one of the worst stigmas at that mm. point. Yeah. Now, you don't even hear about the shit. Now it's just like, yeah, because Magic did it, and he's a legend, and he tapped out on the Lakers in, in grand fashion. CP3 will, CP3 will give two weeks' notice and serve it out. Magic will not. Magic will dip on your ass in a heartbeat. Mm. But I don't know. If LeBron's not a point guard, which I'm still arguing he is, then one of these guys can be whatever we're calling this thing. They're both just keeping. They're both just keeping the seat warm for Lamelo Ball anyway. So that's thank you, right. Zach. Whoever I wasn't going to say it. Thank you. Uh, how about John Morant? I think that's John Morant. Right. That's John. a good point too. John could be in there as well. You're I, die, never you, know. You're a diehard Grizzlies fan. Are you happy with your team's performance this year, or did you leave craving more? Because for me, when Ja beat Steph, it felt like a changing of the guard. Like Steph was now mm -hmm. passing the torch to Ja after LeBron dotted Steph's eye, obviously in the first playoff playing game. And then backs against the wall. I was told that nobody wanted to face these Warriors in an elimination game with Wardell Curry. But for some reason, Ja did. So when you saw that, what was going through your mind? I mean, man, you ask if I'm happy. I don't think we could have had a better season. Um, ja just doing what he did in the play-in games. And he was playing the best basketball of his career so far on a national stage. And the world could finally see that he's just – it's like the cliche, but he is different. Um, yeah. And I mean, even Dylan Brooks, Jonas Valanciunas, like Kyle Anderson, these, I'm just so excited about this team and I won't hog too much y'all's podcast going on about the Grizzlies because no, I could. I, I love it. But, but yeah, I think it was great. Well, turn, turn the F up, Molly. We appreciate you for stopping by. We'll have you on more. You're out here for a little while. We've been seeing all the updates and turnups and you kind of chronicling your experience in LA. Make sure you hit Roscoe's. Okay. I will. I will. You got to. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me, y'all. Bye. We appreciate you. Bye. If uh, you guys can go, <clears throat> you can catch her on the Burners and Basketball podcast or follow her at Molly Hannah M. Uh, that's awesome that she came by. But I, I, I could have gone on and on about the Grizzlies thing, too, because, you know, I, you know, I tweeted that thing saying that Ja was should have gone before his eye on, but. Zach, don't, you, you did, what happens, Zach? Zach, this is what we're gonna have. I deleted the tweet because I. But for your, for your next level of tweeting, leave it because it's more engagement. You run your numbers up. Do not; those people are not real. If you click on their profile and do a quick little search, 
You'll find that most of them work at Jimmy John's. None of them are worth your time. <laughs> Honestly, seriously. Like Zach, I have people that make burner accounts literally to say June 2021 to tell me that they disagree about something. But then they think that I don't know who they are, Zach. Who's the only people that will make burner accounts? People that work in the industry that we do that know me, that literally have to make a burner account because they don't want to say from their own account. It's sad. It's they, pathetic. They I tweet everything from King Josiah. If it's coming from that account, even if somebody steals my phone, I'll still own up to it. You want to old takes expose me? God bless you guys. Thank you for caring so much. I wish I cared about your life as much as you care about mine. Yeah, I do not. The, the old takes exposed thing, people don't understand that that just drives numbers to your account. Like, like I literally laugh when it happens. I do too. I When we would tweet out from Yahoo, anything that was like a bad take that I put out like during a game, I would then reply from Yahoo and be like, at cold takes exposed, get up. And it was like, oh yeah, like who gives a shit? This is this, all good for end tomorrow. Anyway. Uh, make sure you follow Buckets, but we have our uh, commenter of the day who will be getting some fresh uh, Buckets gear, and the winner today is AK-47. AK-47. I know we sent you the Lou Malnati's kit, uh, and I'm glad we're going to be able to just send you some of the Buckets merch. We um, we appreciate you guys being live in the, in the chat. I'm going to have to get on Photoshop as soon as this ends. Like, let's go make some money, bro. Like, I'm telling you, there's somebody from Barstool that was in the chat. You're going to see a Chochella shirt pop up, and they're going to try to, you know what I mean? Chochella, put the dates on it. We can figure out. <laughs> Yo, uh, no, I'm not going to say it. I'll text you after this. It's too good of an idea that I have now. Um, all right. Uh, we are back on Thursday. Voice <clears throat> correct right there. If you've missed any out of pocket, we are officially a podcast now. Go listen wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars only, please. Also, follow Buckets on Twitter, TikTok, IG. And for the last time, call the voicemail. We worked very hard to get this set up. Call the voicemail, talk your shit, leave your messages. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your real voices. You know, please say some things. Whatever. Whatever's on your mind. You're at the grocery store, you're bored. Dial the hotline. Leave a voicemail. Talk your shit. So like, you. I, I like that people in the chat now are bonding and they're having like their own side conversations. I find that on my Twitter a lot where I'll tweet something and people get in these analytical discussions with each other. Yeah, and it, yeah. it warms my heart when it's like it's a warm, like friendly embrace. Because you may see each other on the street and be like, oh, from the out-of-pocket chat. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what it is. And when we get to do these live shows, then they can meet up and that'll all be great. So we'll, we'll get there eventually. But I love that. Yeah, that's so great. Stay black, Chochella. Dates will be released soon. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> hopefully we'll get a church, second round Chochella turn up. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, see you guys Thursday. Make sure to hey, go like and subscribe to the pod. Bienvenuti. <laughs>